I, I, I maybe I did play it just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative in your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> Welcome back to 88.3 WXUT's After Further Review. Just got done talking about some Major League Baseball cheating. Now I'm on the phone lines with David, the man of God, Harris. And we'll talk a little bit about the NBA All-Star Weekend that's coming up. David, thoughts? Yeah, so All-Star Weekend in Chicago, a lot of people are thinking more, well, two ways. One, obviously, the contributes and kind of just like the Kobe All-Star Game Memorial kind of weekend where we're going to see tributes to switch up the all-star game to kind of reflect a more kind of Kobe Bryant legacy first to 24 after, you know, combining the points in the three quarters. And I think the tributes are going to be kind of just as raw as emotional as they were kind of in the week that was kind of that whole Kobe Bryant in memoriam. Is it the, I think, it, isn't it the total scores after the first, second, third quarter, and then it's plus 24 or something like that? in the final quarter yeah. basically and there's no clock so it's basically like the tbt um the, the basketball tournament they put in that rule um i forget what the the, the the rule is called i can look it up but basically in their game though oh excuse me excuse me in their game because i had to cough a little bit put a little cough button uh after the four minute mark uh, of the second half, they turn the clock off, and the team. I think it goes by the point differential of how much the team is up. So I gotta look. I gotta look the rules back up again. But it's it's a pretty unique rule. Um, uh, and it, it it it. Some people think that basketball, the Elam ending, that's what it's called. It's 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 pretty interesting. The the teams. It's almost like this. The teams play to a target score with the shot clock still in force. So the shot clock will still be going, but the game clock is off. As the first team to meet or exceed the target score wins, there are no overtime games since the 2008 edition. The Elam ending has been used in all games. Pretty cool. It's actually what they're kind of kind of doing. But basically, whatever a target score, it says. Um, basically, a target score set by adding seven points. It has to be changed to eight to the leading team score. So basically, let's say the team, the team that's up. Hmm, it, it, sometimes when it's a blowout, it kind of sucks. But sometimes the games are close. So let's say a team is a seventy-eight, seventy-four. Well, you got to add seven points, and they came up with the the whole analogy why it was seven. Um, and I think it actually has been changed to eight now for some odd reason. So let's say you got to win. You got to get to a game of eight. So let's say it's seventy-eight, seventy-four. Well, whoever gets the winning team's number plus eight, so 86. So whatever team gets the 86 first wins the game. So hopefully the game is uh, close 
in this all-star game because whatever the winning score is, you've got to have to hit plus 24. So obviously these all-star games are always in the 100. So let's say it's 100 to 98. The, either team needs to get to 124 points to win the game, basically. Yeah, and we know that uh, everyone takes the kind of first few quarters off and then fourth quarter is when we see a little, just a little bit of defense for some of the players. But they now that they know that's going to be like three individual quarters, are we going to see defense in those first, you know, first two quarters specifically, or is it just going to be first half? Is just going to be alley-oops, dunks, kind of. And then the third quarter, it's like, all right, let's do some actual game planning and play some basketball, knowing that in the fourth quarter is when we're going to have to try to get to that game time and that kind of magic number. I think that's going to be an interesting kind of angle just to see how much is this actually going to be a game of basketball in a way that so common it's kind of fun for the fans and kind of just a in-game slam dunk contest kind of thing. No, yeah, it's it's basically for charity the first three quarters. And and then the more of it, it was actually established by Nick Elam who emailed the TBT a 67-page document, a way to end endless filing at the end of the game. I always think it's just about strategy. I don't mind the Elam score in the ending of it. I think it should be in the TBT and All-Star games. Do I think it should be in regular games? No. But it does get, add an interesting aspect to an All-Star game where it almost becomes like a regular game, then it becomes pickup game where you know, you're know you going to a game of 11 or a target score is being used in 24 obviously with Kobe Bryant I mean that that's that's pretty cool it looks like it'll be you know an interesting thing going on here probably make the all-star games competitive even though I think the NBA all-star game and all-star weekend is the best out of the four major professional sports yeah and kind of adding to that weekend one thing that I'm actually more interested about is the slam dunk contest this week being the 20-year anniversary of you know 20 years ago we saw Vince Sanity just kind of basically eliminate every kind of innovative dunk up to that time and kind of just shut down the contest. But a lot of people are saying that because it's in Chicago, we had a couple years ago, the Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, slam dunk contest kind of duel that people are saying is kind of compared to the Neek MJ1, which then just depends on how old you are. Mm -hmm. a lot of people are saying Zach Levine may be a surprise entrant in the slam dunk contest. There are videos, he's a local favorite, right? There are videos of him trying to do a three sixty from the free throw line. Yeah, do I do I think? Well, one, I think that would just be a crazy dunk. <laughs> Two, yes, you're I, right. I, it would be a crazy dunk. Yeah, but it, it's also kind of someone brought up in a couple of places as he got listening to the radio, like. What new slam dunk con? Like, what new slam dunk can we do that's a perfect, you know, ten? Well, I thought last season. I thought last season was a pretty decent All Star Weekend dunk contest where you know jumping over the plane and stuff or using J Cole or whatever. Um, I thought that was good. Yeah, because I know there's that, those rumors of Zach Levine. We know Dwight Howard's coming out of quote unquote retirement to do a slam dunk contest. But be curious to see what he try to bring out his bag, especially since he was trying to recruit using Kobe as his partner for one of the dunks. So I'm sure there'll be some kind of Kobe tribute in his dunk. Mm. It's just, just how many more dunks, how many more variations to these crazy dunks are there? 
they're going to wow the crowd like uh, in that Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon one where there was a bunch of stuff in the free throw line from Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon doing the, you know, I guess sit under, you know, under the leg, sit down, kind of the bouncing under, you know, all kinds of just crazy athletic dunks. But it's like, what, what's next? We see people trying to throw it over the backboard and do something off the bounce. We've seen free throw lines. We've seen from something from the baseline. It's like, how, what can we see knowing that this is where well, we know Zach Levine? We know the one between Dominique and Jordan like that gets referenced every dunk contest weekend. Like, what? I, I want to see something that blows my mind. And I honestly don't know when the next time we'll see it because we know that there are certain players in the league that won't be named that won't do dunk contests. And so we're left with those crazy athleticism. Do we think that Zion's going to do a dunk contest? Is that essentially mainly his game now that we've seen? That's what, you know, the sports center kind of highlights caught him doing. Is he going to want to do a dunk contest in a couple of years? We don't know. There's going to be some crazy high school dunker that comes out when the one and done. It's kind of not so much eliminated, but we started seeing high schoolers drafting in the NBA. Just a lot of questions that I'm curious about how this all-star game, specifically this dunk contest, is going to look. Three-point contest, no one, like, they added two shots from 60 at the three-point. That's warm-up for people. Like, that's, I guess that's innovative, but that doesn't excite me as much as kind of seeing some new dunk. No, so basically you just, you're not impressed, huh? I just I just want to see something that wows me in a way like like you said last year last year's was all right mm. like he didn't have that same wow factor and I'm wondering if this year can we get that wow factor can we get that crazy contest again we have some legitimate dunk I don't want to say legitimate dunkers but dunkers that have shown previously that they have some creativity I I just want to see a little bit of flair a little bit of action. No, yeah, I like I said, it, it's kind of, as I tell people, it is kind of hard to actually, f- for the dunk contest, and the three-point contest is also great as well, but everyone's there for the dunk contest, but you gotta, you gotta understand now, it's gotten to the point where you gotta use props, and some people don't like that, actually, like, you know, now you gotta use props to actually look good in the dunk contest, I mean, it's just, like you said, there's just so much creativity you can do. Yeah, and there's no one in Chicago or, like, we've already seen people jump over cars. We saw Blake Griffin do that. Well, and I think also that with it being in Chicago, I could see some kind of tributes or something going on or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could see that yeah. where, but but that, but that stuff gets old, too, because there's no really creativity. They'll come out with an old Jordan jersey and do stuff. I mean, it's understandable, but you're right. It is kind of like, eh. I mean, you can only. But then again, Aaron Gordon and like Zach Levine had a really good dunk contest a few years ago. Yeah, like we, like everyone is going into the weekend expecting someone to bust out kind of one of those retro Bulls jerseys and try to do all of Jordan's dunks. So someone's going to try to do, you know, jump from the free throw line. Someone's mm-hmm. going to try to do, yeah. Like we, we know this is going to happen because everyone wants to impress Jordan. Or someone's going to try to do the Zach Levine dunk because he's a current bull, and if he's not in the contest, 
but all you the elite of the elite of the elite have the have that kind of athleticism. Yeah, and it's like that okay, dunk contest. Is that going to give you a fifty for popping someone else's dunk? That dunk contest, remember, was from 2016. Crazy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and it and it's crazy. Like, kind of, we all re, we remember kind of names and moments, kind of for a particular dunk contest that were those revolutionary, those wild moments. We recognize kind of insanity 20 years ago, which I'm surprised more people have not tried any of those. But again, that was that's part of being crazy mm-hmm. athletic. Granted, we've seen the you know the arm and the rim thing, and now it's like, okay, so, you know, it doesn't have that same wow factor. We know Dwight Howard. We know Nate Robinson. That's what we never going like, like, who's going to be that next innovator that really kind of captivates and wows us? I honestly don't know. And that's, I won't say that's the scary thing, but I guess that's just a sign of, one, how athletic everyone is, but then, two, just how how hard it is to really be creative to think of something new. Mm-hmm. It's like everything has been done. Can you do a 360 windmill underneath the leg? I mean, I'm sure someone's probably done that. I'm not remembering off the top of my head, but like, if you just throw out a crazy dunk, it's like, yeah, it's almost probably, yeah, it took me out like two years ago. Don't you remember? Yeah. You know, so anything that exciting are you expecting at this All-Star weekend? I just like it because I'm a Chicago Bulls fan, and once again, one last time it was in Chicago was back in '88. So this is the first time I'm actually seeing it in Chicago, which is kind of strange that considering during the Bulls' heyday and maybe during the Derrick Rose era that a couple the, the, the Chicago hasn't had a few All Star games, especially considering that LA has had a few. Yeah, LA's had a few. They've gone to a couple of places. They're thinking of Chicago as kind of the home of Jordan, you know, kind of. But, yeah, I guess logistically speaking, probably they're like, oh, all these cold-weather cities we don't want to do in the cold middle true. of February. True, that is and true. All these, all these players come from you know, Miami, L.A., Texas, Houston. It's like, they don't want to – like, no one's going out and buying jackets just to walk around Chicago for three days. But it still it looks like a very fun uh, activities. And ESPN, I've been seeing them bringing in different, different stars and stuff. Um any particular players that you think might do well in this All Star game? I'm I'm curious about kind of the the Rising Stars game in particular because it's going to be Luca, Zion, and Ja Moran kind of playing together for the first time since AU days. I'm curious to see these young players because, as we know, Luca's legit crazy. He's an All Star starter. I I expect him to do all kinds of crazy stuff during that all-star game. Uh, yeah, him and kind of what, what kind of impact knowing that he's on this big stage? Because you know Zion's going to try to do something in the Rising Stars game that makes everyone go, oh my gosh, Zion, he's better than advertised. And I'm just like, yeah. I just pump the brakes a little bit. But yeah, I think those I think those rising stars are definitely going to be interesting. And then, honestly, I was kind of joking when I saw that the roster is finally finalized. I was going to see Joel and B just elbow Ben Simmons in the face one time, just just for being soft, like Sam, like like just like I know half the people in Philly are probably going to be like, really, 
And then the other half is going to be like, yes, please. Like someone knocked Ben Simmons like hard foul just one time, just so he can be like, look, we need to get our feet together. Like we can make a run because we need to figure this out. And if it means me elbowing you in the face and getting a technical foul in an all-star game, I will pay the fine for Joel. I will take out a mortgage, second mortgage. I will take out whatever. I don't pay a fine for a millionaire. And plus, I don't, don't want to see people I, getting hurt in an all-star game. I mean, come on. It's just a weekend all-star game, and you got playoff aspirations. I can see not getting hurt. But I will like to say that I would, the, the whole reset and the score and everything and having the score come back, I, I guess that that's intriguing. I do like the Elam ending, though, type of score with the tribute to Kobe Bryant with the 24 points. So whoever has a leading score, you add 24 to their score, and that's the target score that they need to hit. So... Like I said, if it's 100 to 98 and you add plus 24, both teams need to get to um, 124. Now, if it's a blowout, ugh, it's going to be probably painful. Let's say it's 100, just hypothetically, 100 to 80. You know, the team with, with 80 has to get to 124. It gets really interesting. And I don't know how much competitiveness it gets to because after a while, they probably might start letting the other team score. So hopefully the game is competitive to the first three quarters so it, it ends with an epic ending. But I, it is going to be curious to see what, what they do with this. I watch the All-Star Weekend no matter what because I like the celebrations of stars. And it's like I, I said on this show, millions of times it's different it's not just like a regular game you actually get to see some dunks some trick moves you just don't know what's going to come out the bag and it's almost like a playground pickup ball game which a lot of people can relate to so that's the only time in the year that you can see it it's not like the pro bowl where you can tell the players aren't playing hard and it's not like a real football game nhl does that three on three crap I don't know, i'm not watching that either i used to like the nhl all-star games though too as well even though it was a goal fest i mean let's face it you've got the best players in the world playing an nhl all-star game so you're not gonna really stop a lot of goals um and then major league baseball all-star game when i was a kid i would watch it it was not bad because it was nl versus al and at the time the leagues didn't have interleague play I think the interleague play has kind of diminished the all-star effect because now you get to see the players play against each other during the year, whereas the two leagues were separate. And the only time you got to see these players go against each other was in an all-star game, and it was the best of the best out of both leagues. And I think that interleague play has really diminished the all-star game for Major League Baseball. So to me, like I mentioned before, the best all-star games is is basketball. I mean, the All-Star Weekend is basketball. I think NHL was second for a while, but then they started just really, you know, messing around with it. It got to the point where it just became silly and a gimmick gimmick game, and I think that's the problem with these All-Star games. You, you, you can put add things like the NBA, but don't get it to the point where it's a total gimmick. Yeah, I think that's how the NBA has started because they've incorporated and they've always had really like the skills challenge, something that shows off like the guards and more recently it's been like well, NHL also big, had it with the skate, the skating and, and the hardest slap shot and stuff like that. So, I mean, the NHL's done that too, but like I said, the game has gotten so gimmicky and their marketing is bad too. You don't know who the stars are in the league anymore, but at the same time, it's gotten gimmicky where you got three on three among different divisions and stuff. It just, it just If it's too hard for me to keep up as a fan, people lose interest. Yeah, and I think the NBA kind of 
I think in their simplicity, it's like, hey, who can shoot the best? Who can shoot the best from three-point line? Who can dunk the best? Who's the best kind of in terms of the quote-unquote handle? I think kind of those, that allows for more flexibility to – it's simple, short, sweet. It's not going to take, you know, a whole lot of extra, extra kind of anything. It's just – Raw athletic talent. If you can shoot the basketball, great. Boom, you're going to keep shooting threes. I think whereas kind of we see with the Pro Bowl and kind of all their wacky stuff with the dodgeball, like that's like no one's going to watch. Yeah, that. no people not rushing the quarterback, letting guys get open. It's 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 it, it's it's very gimmicky to me, and that's what I just like about the NBA All Star. Now I know, and plus I know as a fan going in in the NBA All Star game, there's not going to be any defense. But but once again. It's just like the all-star game for NHL back in the day. You got the best of the best athletes out there playing. I mean, come on. They're going to get buckets. I don't know matter how much defense you play. These are professional athletes. They're going to get buckets. I think more people will like to see the games a little bit more competitive, which is true. But then again, I've said this on this show millions of times, too, that in the NBA when it's the fourth quarter, the game starts to get on the line where guys want to win and be competitive. The first three quarters, it might be some joking around, but that fourth quarter, guys are in it to win it. Final thoughts, yeah, David? And even, yeah, even in the Pro Bowl, kind of, they don't play defense. But, yeah, I, I expect it's going to be a long weekend. It's going to be a lot of heartfelt tribute. We know the motion is going to run rampant. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a good game. Probably someone's going to throw on a Kobe Bryant jersey during the All-Star game or a three-point contest or both. Or dunk contest, and, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Any and play? then, yeah. Any we want to see, hopefully, Team LeBron win. <laughs> any uh, any uh, plans this weekend? It is Valentine's Day weekend. Yeah, so, yeah, All-Star weekend and then get ready next week. Possibly a little sneak surprise about mock draft. Because draft's coming up. And NFL never sleeps. That's right. The combine is in a couple weeks. Yeah, there is a there. Yeah, XFL. How did you like the XFL? Just real quick. It was good. Some of these quarterbacks, you can tell they've been out of the league for a while. But yeah, it, it's football. It kind of reminds you of lower league football, kind of college football. But yeah, good to see some of those stars that we remember from yesteryear. Yeah, that, out on the field. That'll be a topic for next week as XFL and also the combine coming up. And next, not nah, next week. No, in a couple of weeks, actually, the week after next. But David, thanks for calling in, man. And stay Trust warm. Stay warm, man. Will do. Yep. That was David, the man of God, Harris calling in. Thanks also to Ryan McCumber for calling in, talking a little Michigan State football and basketball. Frank couldn't call in because he got stuck at work. But anyway, for Frank and David, I'm Derek. This has been a presentation eighty eight point three WGTS. After further review, we'll see you next week, same time, same place. Peace. We're out. Eleven to one on Saturdays in the podcast on SoundCloud and on iTunes.